This is episode 177 of the Fearless Launching Show. Today, we are talking all about feedback. And this is a Q&A episode, a question we got from a reader. And we'll be talking about how to give feedback, how to get feedback, and so much more. I'll see you on the inside. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done for you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. Hey, and welcome to this week's episode. So today we've got a Q&A, and this comes from the blog. It was actually a comment that came through from a really old post all about surveys and why the, sur- I think my my title was something like why the survey is dead and some alternatives. So the person writes, and I'm just going to keep them anonymous because I do respect, um, I do respect their anonymity and just knowing the type of question that I was asked, I really wanted to make sure to respect this person, but I thought, you know, this is a really interesting point. This is a really interesting topic. And I think that, um, everyone's got people, you know, different types of people in their audience. So here is the question. As an introvert, and I speak for many, many, many of us here, if you did a follow-up call, I would never use your services again and would much prefer an online or paper survey to having to actually talk on the phone. It feels way too confrontational, even if the person is nice. I, unlike many of us, don't answer my phone if I don't know the number. I am so with you on that one, by the way. I'm in a lot of introvert Facebook groups, and if you did a survey in there, you would probably find that most of them feel the same way. We are a statistically smaller part of the population, so it may not matter to you if we screen our calls, but I just couldn't use a business that insisted on calling me. Um, And I thought this was such, and there's no real question here, but I thought it was such a great and insightful, it really gave me some insight (laughs) to, you know, a to some of my readers who and some of the listeners and you might be this type of person and I'd really love to hear from you too but I think what's really important about this is we forget in this world of you know for social media Facebook groups everybody's looking for info to help them create those offers that people want needs that they launch to the right people But I do think it's important to remember that there are people on the other end of your information gathering. So in Fearless Launching and the Message Lab, some of the first things we do are how are we going to connect with our audience? And I think that, you know, this is just 
proof that there are people who don't want to be connected with one-on-one or on Skype or anything like that, a little bit too personal. But it was so interesting because when I read that, I was like, really? I mean, I guess there are certain people that I probably wouldn't want to talk to. But for the most part, I'm always willing to give my feedback, even though I'm fairly introverted as well. And I'm going to actually pose this question this week in my own Facebook groups to kind of see what what the gist is there and what people are thinking there. But here's here's what I wanted to say about this. And I, I speak to the person who asked the question, but also not asked the question, but really brought this up, that you know, first, the first thing to know is that when you're building a business online, especially because you're not seeing people face to face, but if you're building a business as a solopreneur online, someone who's building a personal brand, someone who's building really any type of business, you got to find ways of connecting with your audience and getting their feedback. So the fact that people are doing this is not to kind of confront you, but it's really just to help serve you better. And, and so you can serve your audience better. But it is true that you have to think, you know, how are you going to get this feedback when you cater to introverts, introverts or people who'd rather stay hidden? Um, there's so many different reasons. There, there could be the introvert issue, but not issue, but there could be some someone who's introverted, but there's also could be that person, and it could be about what you offer, you know, that is a very sensitive topic. And maybe people don't want to talk to the teacher or talk to someone. They just wanted to solve their problem and move on their way. I mean, even when it wasn't a sensitive topic, I remember there, there are certain groups that I just kind of wanted to like, like, I felt like a fish swimming along the bottom of the actual group because I didn't, I just wanted to do the work on my own and not be called to talk about it and process it out loud. So like for, and also some of my past clients are therapists working with people on really private things or offer products that solve or guide them through some challenging things. So the thing is, you still got to get the feedback. You still have to understand, is this working? So how do you do that? So first of all, like I said, feedback is essential. That's why we do it because it helps us create better. It helps us serve better. It helps us know when we're missing the mark. So you can do that in three really simple ways. Surveys, which are like kind of like the lowest touch and really great kind of just to see what people say. And I think, by the way, I think all three of these we should be trying because they're kind of various ranges. And I'm just I'm going to switch around one of my list because I feel like it's a step closer (laughs) than then surveys. So we've got surveys. We send those out. You can use SurveyMonkey. You can use Google Forms. You can use lots of other things. You could even use quizzes if you create them in a way that gives you feedback and like, oh, you have five types of people and most of the people were that type. So you can do quizzes. Quizzes are kind of like fun for the person. They give them self-awareness. You're not really involved. You're giving them guidance without being in their face and they're not asked to really buy anything from you. Um, And then you could even, let's say, get a little bit closer and ask questions, let's say, in your content, let's say on your podcast like this or a blog post. Then you can ask questions in email, which gets a little bit closer because it's going into their inbox. You could also ask questions kind of on social media 
about the things. Those are people who are choosing to follow you or interact with you on social media. And then in any one of those, you could ask the question, um, you could ask the question, hey, would you be open to answering more questions if I needed any clarification on this? Or, hey, I really liked what you said. Would you be open to sharing this, this, and this? There's always a follow-up that you can do once you kind of break the survey ice. Now, so first, feedback is essential. Those are some ways you can get it. Second, how do we get people used to sharing their opinion and giving us feedback or testimonials or case studies without feeling like we're, we're asking them to or, or we're confronting them? Because, you know, sometimes people don't want to give their feedback <laughs> because maybe they don't have really, they don't feel like they've made any, you know, progress. Here's what I say about that. I still feel like any feedback is good feedback. So if you're just starting out, one thing to do in any of these places that I just mentioned is how about one question at a time? If you've got, if you end each email with a question or end each blog post with a question, end each social media message with a question, Sometimes just one question at a time is the best way to get the responses that you need and that you're looking for. Number two, you could send personal responses to people whenever possible, like this reader. For Like you could respond by email. Like I know the person is an introvert and they might feel confronted, but I actually just want to thank them. I'm not going to ask them for anything. Um, and I'm going to be reaching out to them and let them know that they inspired me with their comment. And I want them to know that their voice is valuable and that um, totally kind of made me stop and really think about this and like not that I'm not that I'm actually calling people on a regular basis like um it says in their comment but I still it made me stop and think um also another way to start getting people to share their opinion is always ask at the end of at the end of any of these things where you've like the survey or the question you know maybe like I said Follow it up with either something that says, hey, if I'm curious about any of your feedback, what's the best way to follow up with you? Ask them what the best way to follow up. Show that respect and say, is it Skype, email? I know that when I had applications open for the message lab, the very first round, which was the beta round, I, at the end of the Google form, I said, if I need any more information, or I, uh, would you be willing to jump on Skype to chat some more? Every single person said yes, but I think that that question has to be there. And I do think for the most part, I generally work with people who don't mind that I'm calling them and actually kind of like it. Um, sometimes, and I think that if you've been reading or listening for a while, you'll know that I, I even love just responding to emails with a voice memo because I feel like it's more personal. I'm not asking someone to do something. I'm, I just want to connect with them. So now, those are some of the ways that you can start getting getting people, helping people get used to sharing their opinion in a non-confrontational way where they won't feel bad if they say, oh, I didn't really like this. You, you're just getting, you're, you're just looking to get to know them, okay? And honestly, in the programs that I, that I've done, I generally, for Fearless Launching, know every single person. The message lab, message lab, every single person I know pretty well. So I don't feel weird 
um, reaching out to them personally. And I know that they wouldn't be upset if I called them. Not that I would. Okay, so let's talk then about phone calls and when are these appropriate. So I know a lot of different business owners who are in the online business marketing and productivity space, you know, just very, very for business program teachers, online course teachers, and they call people right after they've enrolled in their program for the like during the launch. And I honestly started doing this. I don't do it all the time, but like on those first few days, I like calling people when they enroll in a program a live program like Fearless Launching. I'm not calling people every five seconds because, you know, if I see like something, I'm in like one of my smaller do-it-yourself kind of master classes, I'm not calling those people. But I am calling the people who've who've basically just committed to working with me for a couple months, three months, six months in a program. And sometimes I do get that voicemail, uh, like our reader said today, and and that's fine. I, I like to make sure people know that I appreciate them and give them a high five for taking that step to work with me. I never call just out of the blue to get feedback because I, I don't think that's really respectful. I think that, you know, of course, it's up to you to know when it's okay and when it's not okay to call, but I like to give people the option to say, oh, I'd rather do it here or uh, I'm not really in a space where I can talk or, hey, can we go back and forth by email? I like to give people that option. Um, number three, know that there could be people who don't want to answer the phone, that they don't want to Skype, they don't want to talk to you. And this actually has only happened once to me, and it wasn't even in relation to a course. It was a person who I was interviewing for uh, to help me out on my team. And they didn't want to talk. They didn't want to get on Skype. And I was like, wow, that's kind of weird. They didn't even want to chat. And I'm like, well, I can't hire you if I can't communicate with you. So regardless, err on the side of, is it okay to reach out? Always ask. Or, you know, for the time being, stick to email or surveys. Because there are people who do not like to be called. The phone is definitely a very touchy spot. When people call me, I'm like, and I don't know them, I'm like, okay, um, don't do that, please. So just know that there are some folks, I think it is worth saying that there are definitely going to be people who don't want to talk. And I think that keeping it at the, keeping your surveys to begin with from a distance is a great way to go and just kind of work your way towards them because it's a relationship. You can't just expect that someone's going to want to hop on the phone and chat with you, you know, while they're in their life or, you know, if it's just not their style. But I think that some of the guidelines that I that I share today, like, you know, just ask, just ask what is the best way to follow up and starting with one question at a time. And you can you can use that method on so many different platforms and in your normal communication you send out every single week. And just know that I am, you know, especially because I know that many of the listeners of this podcast are introverts. I am an introvert a lot of the time, even though it might not seem that way. I kind of am, but I'm kind of not. But I definitely value my privacy. I value my uh, your privacy. I value 
I value privacy big time. So I just want you to know that there are, it's okay to be to be introverted and it's okay to value your privacy and there are still you can give so much to people by sharing your feedback i do want to i do want to you know i'm telling you i've given given you some ways to get feedback but i just want to encourage you to find ways to give feedback that may that are comfortable for you and be okay expressing that if someone says hey I'm setting up 20 Skype calls and you're like, hey, I'd rather, you know, would you mind just sending me an email of the questions and I'll email them back to you, email you my answers, my honest answers. And I think that you will be met with more, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll be met with so much um, back towards you. I can't, I can't express it in the right way at this moment, but don't be afraid to let people know how you like to give feedback. Um, this is a two-way street, and but you will gain so much from giving it yourself. You'll understand, and you'll fe- you'll feel that when you see a program come out. You're like, oh my gosh, she took my feedback and she totally changed that thing that I saw and I didn't like or I wanted more of. So feedback can really it it, it just helps the businesses you want to work with serve you better. And, you know, looking at that from both sides is really important. Okay, that's it for today, guys. I'm going to let you go, but I want you to think about this feedback. I want you to think about it from your point of view and like as you're giving it or you're getting it. And think about some of the ways that you can get it. And I want to hear from you. If you head over to ansomolove.com forward slash 177, you can leave your favorite ways to give feedback and to get feedback and to, you know, ask for feedback. Let me know those three things, how you like to give feedback and how you like to ask for feedback and then how you like to actually get the feedback. Okay. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We've got a few weeks of interviews coming up with some really interesting guests. I I know you're going to love them. And that's it. I will talk to you soon. Take care. And if you are not subscribed to the Fearless Launching Show, make sure you head over to iTunes or Stitcher or iHeartRadio or Spotify and you can um, subscribe over there. All right. Have a great one and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.